Verser, episode 34. Listen, then write. Well, hello there and welcome to Story Institute's Rambling Verser, episode 34. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit something different uh, in this week's show. We're going to talk about some of the podcasts that, uh, that I listen to uh, for not only for creativity, but for guidance in, in regards to writing. Uh, some of them will relate directly to, to writing, storytelling, uh, and even poetry. Uh, however, others, others will more align to, to what gets uh, my creative juices flowing, so to speak. We're going to go ahead and get started with a quote today. And today's, today's feature quote is brought to us by George Orwell. Belief, by definition, is an assent to a proposition. It is a cognitive content that is held true. It is some expression of a vague idea in which some confidence is placed. Thus, it defines some sort of an agreement with the worldview. It may be unproven assertion based on some of the fundamental assumptions. Belief is a form of judging something to be true intermediate between mere opinion and certain knowledge. To believe something, in this sense, is to judge that it is true by virtue of a ground that is objectively sufficient. In mere opinion, neither is sufficient. In knowledge, both conditions are met. Myths, which are believed in, tend to become true. Well, that was a bit more of a mouthful than we usually start our episodes with. However, um, one thing that we want to tie back to is the previous discussions about believing in your characters and creating them. Uh, as, as I think about writing in general, the, the whole purpose of writing is to bring your ideas, your thoughts, your creativity to the page. So in order to do that, one of the ways is, is to actually uh, obviously write – uh, which we've talked about in the past, and you know, you hear it from every every writer that 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 wants to write or has a career in writing. And you know, with uh, with that practice of writing, you have to you have to go back to reading. What do you enjoy? Uh, what makes it enjoyable for you? But also, what inspires some of that creativity? What what uh, what helps you relax? What helps you find comfort? What helps you draw from that creativity? For me, it really is not only taking part in that action, but also listening to others talk about writing. And there's a handful of podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis um, that we're kind of going to talk through today. And and I think if you haven't tried podcasts other than uh, this one or you know some others, uh, these are a handful that, that you may just want to check out um, and uh, even check back with us and tell us what you think. Okay, so the first podcast we want to talk about is called Writing Excuses. It's with Brandon Sanderson, Howard Taylor, and Dan Wells. It's not just three guys sitting around talking uh, about writing in general. Each of them bring a unique perspective, at least I think, to to, to writing and the craft of writing. Um, each of them have had a different path to becoming a writer, or in Howard's case, not only a writer, but a cartoonist. And, and from everything that I've heard, this is what kind of has prompted parts of this podcast is, is pulling out some story ideas uh, that, uh, that, that are meaningful to aspiring and experienced authors. 
with uh, with writing excuses, it's funny their their tagline or their their intro line is 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry and they're not that smart. Well, yeah, I've listened to their podcast for close to two years now, and uh, I would probably disagree with that last statement. They're they're pretty pretty bright individuals. They not only talk about their writing experiences as published authors, uh, but uh, they bring in special guests from the industry, so editors, other writers, other cartoonists. It's it's important to connect with your trade in some way, and and each of those three do that. What this podcast does for me is it actually helps me think about uh, not only my own writing but helping other writers uh, connect with with their storylines. You know, they don't uh, necessarily wax philosophical, but they tackle topics that are important to uh, to their, their their audience and to and to people that uh, that want to follow in, in their same path. So if you haven't checked them out already, you know, go ahead and visit writingexcuses.com and uh, and check out not only their podcast but uh, but their, their their blog posts as well. Uh, this may give you some ideas, but also give you something fun and creative to listen to. The second podcast is is actually a much shorter podcast, and it's called the Poem of the Day, and it's by Sonibite S O N I B Y T E. This this is a great, uh, great short piece, and it really does deliver on creating a poem a day. This is a good podcast for me because there are times when I look at some of the poetry that that I'm writing, and I ask, you know, are there any more topics out there that I can I can pull from? Am I missing any of the classics that that I may may have forgotten over time? And with the poem of the day podcast, I'm at least able to reflect on anything new. Or, or, or classical that I may have may have missed or forgotten. So, if you're just looking for that connection back to poetry, uh, visit sonabite.com. The third podcast I'd recommend taking a listen to is called Beyond the Book. It's by the Copyright Clearance Center. And with this podcast, it covers a lot of uh, information about about copyright, but not just don't do this, you can do this. You actually get to hear from people uh, within the business, whether they're publishers, writers, or, or, or editors themselves. And this is particularly important because as you start to do research for your own writing, it's always good to find out where sources are that you can turn to and say, okay, so I understand this part, but what are other things that I may be missing from a legal and comprehensive side of writing? Uh, just as as a writer needs to pursue uh, the details within their own craft, part of those details involve understanding the business that you're getting into. And I know quite a few authors uh, that uh, that started off and said, you know, I don't need to know that end. Somebody else will take care of it for me. But with the ever-growing realm of self-publishing writers and even small presses, it's important that you know some of the the topics that are brought up uh, within Beyond the Book. You can check out Beyond the Book at beyondthebookcast.com. There are other resources out there for you as well, Uh, so check, check out their site. There are actually a couple more uh, writing podcasts that I want to talk about. However, I, I think what we'll do is we'll save them 
for next show. Uh, for this one, uh, I wanted to, to bring up at least two others that help inspire some of that creativity. The writing side helps you craft writing itself, but what brings out that imagination? What brings out some of that creativity? For me, there, there are pretty much two things. The, the first one is, is technology. There's, there's quite a bit of podcasts out there that talk about technology, but I think uh, there's a handful that do it well. The second thing that helps me uh, become a little bit more inspired is, is around the Disney and Muppet characters. I think the way Walt Disney or Jim Henson told stories is exactly how I want to tell stories uh, in my own writing and how we encourage authors who partner with us to tell their stories is that, you know, have it planned, have it detailed, but make sure that, that you're, you're pulling out some of your imagination somewhere along the way. So we're going to start first with technology. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that the biggest technology uh, podcasting group that, that I can honestly say that, that I support uh, 100% is Twit. Uh, that's uh, really run by Leo Laporte, and he's a former tech TV uh, guy, and uh, he's, he's been around for a little while. But the great thing about Twit is that uh, Leo brings in so many different guests, so many creative individuals. Uh, the shows usually are never, uh, never dry or boring. One of those shows on the Twit Network is the Daily Gizwiz, and you know I mentioned as I was playing around with some sound effects before that that uh, um, we don't have a jingle for every episode, and you know the music that you may hear in the background is is just some of the canned stuff, but. I tell you, with uh, Dick DiBartolo and Leo Laporte, uh, just on that show alone, it's it's worth the price of admission and uh, whatever contributions we happen to make to them on a now yearly basis. You know, and, it, and it's very small, uh, but but I think you know that's uh, that's where the inspiration for actually creating this series uh, kind of pushed forward. You know, Leo has this great uh, passion for for sharing uh, his his enthusiasm about technology and uh, you know with the daily gizwiz even uh, Dick DiBartolo really shows why he is Mads Maddest writer you know it, it it takes quite a bit to create a parody of something and uh, um, with the gadgets they have on that show uh, there's no parody involved but but I tell you it's it's really uh, helped me know what else is out there from a technology perspective and has brought me back wanting to hear more about some of that technology. Now, the rest of the shows on the Twit Network uh, have a particular subject or topic. Uh, they have MacBreak Weekly, Windows Weekly, uh, Google, This Week in Google, This Week in Tech. They have a focus, but it's it's a bunch of, of individuals who are very knowledgeable about the industry sitting around talking about something that that really, uh, really inspires me to uh, think differently and to, to look for other resources. You can find all of Leo's shows at twit.tv, and you can find uh, notes from the Daily Gizwiz at gizwiz.biz. Uh, but check them out, especially if you're interested in technology. That's the place to be if you're not there already. The last two shows that I want to talk about uh, deal with uh, Disney and the Muppets. The first one is is the Muppets, and you know, that has been 
a source of, of inspiration and voices uh, for me since I was a child. Everything from, Hi, old Kermit the Frog here, to, <laughs> It's me, Elmo! Steve Swanson for The Muppet Cast covers all of the Muppets, and, you know, with those uh, meager impressions aside, uh, Steve actually brings uh, the amount of excitement that I remember ha- having, not only as a child, but as an adult, as uh, new movies are released or uh, new videos are, are released on, on DVD and soon in the theater. So if you, if you haven't checked out uh, the Muppet Cast, uh, visit them online at MuppetCast.com. It, it'll bring back some of that sense of childhood, but it'll also connect to some of that belief and imagination that you may uh, may have lost somewhere along the way. So I've saved the best show that I listened to uh, for for last, and and it's only last in this podcast. And I may do the same next week where I uh, I highlight one of the the ones that make the top of my list, and that's WDW uh, Radio, and that's with Lou Mangello. Lou takes his excitement for the Disney brand, whether it's Mickey Mouse or uh, a more recent movie, movie or just, just the theme parks, and he shares it with his audience. He doesn't stop just at the podcast. He's got a trivia book on, on Disney. He also has, has some audio guides to uh, Walt Disney World down in Florida. Lou really is the epitome of what excitement about a brand uh, has come to be, at least for me. And I admire him for the fact that he shares this weekly. And he not only shares it with uh, the fellow uh, Disney enthusiasts out there, but he shares it with the people inside Disney as he interviews them, as he talks about their products, as he finds out what's going on within, within the world of Disney from an outside perspective. It's encouraging to see that much energy uh, spent on uh, on a passion, and Lou's been able to uh, to take that passion and turn it not only into a career, but a brand and a product itself. If I look at my career as a writer, and if at the end, at some point, I can compare myself with the enthusiasm that Lou has for 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 Disney, then I know I've succeeded. If I can show other authors, other writers, that much enthusiasm, that much passion about uh, the, the craft of writing, as Lou does for the Disney brand, then uh, I'll know that uh, that's, that's a plus for me, uh, that, that I'm, uh, I'm contributing the, the way that I want to. So as LeVar Burton said so many times on Reading Rainbow, don't take my word for it. Go out there and visit www.radio.com. And check out Lou's, Lou's site, his podcasts, his books, his audio guides. If you're a Disney enthusiast, you probably have already found this site. But if you're looking for something light, something energetic to listen to, uh, listen to his, his shows. Well, I've rambled on just about enough uh, about my, some of my favorite podcasts. I'm going to actually have more next week. The list is actually pretty long. I have about 44, 46 podcasts that I try to listen to within a week. Uh, and it's, it's, it's important that I find that other outlet. I get the, uh, the written, the tactile when I write. I get the visual in my everyday life. 
but I also need the auditory. And, and those, those podcasts that we talked about today are some of my favorite. What are your favorite podcasts? If, if you listen to any others, uh, we have a space on our forum at storyinstitute.com slash forums. And tell us what some of your favorite podcasts are. Or, you know, just send us a note to ramblingverser at storyinstitute.com. Give us a call at 615-431-RIT. That's 9748. Share some of those other storylines that you may pick up with, with us. Well, I don't see this being an ongoing thing where we just talk about podcasts the entire episode. I would like to hear from you if you have a podcast that I just haven't had time to listen to or, or if you want to share one of your favorites. One thing we've noticed happening is that writers are actually making a podcast of their novel, of their stories. Have you heard any good ones that are out there now? Uh, I know we've, we've had at least one author that has, that has done a podcast of his book that we featured last year. And that was Marcus DeHart for How Deep Lies Shadow. So have you done that? Have you made a podcast of what you've written? Tell us about it. We'd love to hear from you. So before we go, I wanted to leave you with the writing prompt of the week. And the writing prompt is to create a short story or poem around this medium of a podcast. And uh, you can you can twist the story any way you wish, where the podcast itself is the only means of communication for somebody shut in, where the podcast is a way for the author to tell a story that he or she wouldn't have told otherwise, or from a poem standpoint, how this new medium is really influencing how our society acts and reacts uh, to other things going on. Well, that about does it here at Story Institute's Ram and Bursar. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please join us again next week for new conversations, new podcast discussions, and some new storylines. But in the meantime, remember to imagine, enhance, and grow your stories.